Happy Monday, friend. I am so glad you're here. You are in for a special treat today. I have a discussion with a fellow podcaster by the name of Polly Payne, and she is a wife, a mother, and a business owner, which she runs predominantly from home. So in this discussion, we tackle how she balanced business and motherhood and how she stays organized and structured and keep it all together. So she shares so many golden nuggets with us and I know you will leave encouraged today and it will help you to start to dream about the desires and the things that you have on your heart. So you do not want to miss this two-part series. Today will be part one and Thursday part two will air. You do not want to miss either part. Grab your notebook and pen and your favorite beverage and get ready to enjoy a great conversation. Hey mama, and welcome to the productive stay at home mom podcast. Do you want to find the time to organize your home? Do you desire to have discipline in your life? Do you wish you had a flexible daily routine so you can stop feeling all over the place? Are you simply trying to unwind yet you feel guilty and unproductive? Hi, I'm Kim Sexton. I too have struggled with being organized, disciplined, and content as a stay-at-home mom. I found that my daily habits were robbing me of joy and productivity. Once I learned the power of changing your daily habits, I have never been the same. In this podcast, you will find productivity hacks, time management tips, and the key to a healthy mindset so you can get organized in all areas of your life. Let's go, my friend. Time to start changing your habits. So get out of your PJs and put up your hair. It's time to get organized and productive. All right, so before I dive into it, I just want to let you know that we have a community just for you called the Productive Stay-at-Home Mom. In the group, I share productivity tips, organizational hacks, and encouragement for you in this season of life. So if a village, if a community is something that you are looking for, then come on in and join. The link is in the show notes that says Productive Stay-at-Home Moms. Just click that link and join. I would love to chat with you in the group. Secondly, if you would like to be notified when I have new episodes, free gifts and resources, then click the link in the show description that says count me in and I would love to add you to the list. Lastly, if you have been kicking it with me, if you have been enjoying this podcast, then could you do me a huge solid favor and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? It takes less than a minute and it also helps provide visibility for the show to other moms who may greatly benefit. And if you know someone, then please feel free to share it. I greatly appreciate it. All right, let's get to it. All right. So Polly, I am so excited that you are doing this with me. I know it's going to be so impactful for a lot of people. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about you? Yes. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Kim. Um, so about Polly, I am a mother of two. I have a little girl, Jane, who's four, and a little boy, Charlie, who is going to be two this Christmas, which is coming sooner than we think. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, here we are rounding out the end of the year. Um, I am from Alabama. 
I'm the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, which is a Christian printing company. We make planners, journals, devotionals, and this planner, the 2024 planner is our 10th planner, which is so exciting. I started this company while I was living on Horatio Street in New York City, which is kind of in the West Village meatpacking area. Um, And Horatio, funny enough, means timekeeper in Latin. And so I really needed to come up with a name quickly. Like we were on a, we were on a timeline. And so we took the name of the street I was living on and that's what it was. And uh, yes, I've been building planners ever since. Um, It was my side hustle for a year and a half before jumping into it full time. And in my free time, I love um, hiking around Lookout Mountain where I live and painting here and there, um, going to church and snuggling these little kiddos. Yeah, that's so awesome. That's so cool. So you used to live in New York then? Mm-hmm. Okay. 10 years. Awesome. 10 years. Oh, 10 years. Oh, wow. So before starting the company, like, what were you doing before? Like, did you know, did you always know you kind of want to have your own business or did it just happen by accident? I wouldn't say accident. I definitely had like this little flame in me that was like, I kind of want to do my own thing maybe. Um, but I wasn't sure what it was going to be. I read the four hour work week, I think in 2012. And that kind of started to light that fire in me a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, Tim Ferriss was teaching how you could import products and build a company and, you know, create this different life. And it had all these testimonies in the book. I think every other page was a testimony. It was, it was an interesting book. Um, Obviously I'm not doing a four hour work week right now, more like 35 hour work week, but, um, but it definitely was turning my wheels in new ways of wanting to have a business. And I think I could probably trace back wanting to have a business to my childhood. Like I loved playing store and like secretary. Those were like my favorite along with teacher. Like those are my three favorite things I play. And it's so funny how those have now manifested into the, the dream that I have now. And so those were in me as a kid, like setting up my store, putting up, signs around the house and like setting up my shop and having my cash register. Like I love that. And so, um, I think it's kind of realized now. Uh, but when I moved to New York, uh, I just went there for a PR internship. I studied communications and PR at Mm -hmm. Auburn and I was like, all right, I got to finish the internship. Mm -hmm. And from there, I actually kind of switched gears over to marketing Mm -hmm. for an advertising tech company. And so totally switched to marketing and then just got real-time experience and eventually was kind of swept up by the sales department as a salesperson. So I moved into a sales support role and then I was in sales for six years and moved into a different company. And at the end of my career, I was senior sales director of an ad tech company uh, that was amazing. And so just kind of kept that. I love that because sales is kind of like running running your own business. You have your own book of business, you know, no one's really telling you what to do because Mm -hmm. you're, I mean, they are and they aren't, but like, it's up to you how much you outreach. It's up to you how much you take clients out. It's up to you to book those presentations and go on those meetings. So it is kind of, you're in your own lane, which I loved that. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's cool that you like knew since you were a child that you kind of wanted to um, be in business or have your own business or something of that nature. That's really cool. So in terms of like, now that you're a mom, like, 
before so you started the business before mother before you became a mom or after before I was a mom or a wife I was still living with my roommate um who helped me come up with the name yeah it was kind of before all of it so I I had definitely a season pre-motherhood in this business and then I've had you know at least five years if you count pregnancy of yeah motherhood with this business and things have definitely changed and shifted a lot. Um, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. That's so awesome. Um, so now that you're a mom, like how does that, how has that affected business? Because before you really didn't have to be concerned about another person and like provision for them and then getting up early and all the things that motherhood brings, like, I I say like, if you can be a mom, like, especially if you're home for any period of time, you can do that. I feel like you can do anything you can, because you are multitasking all the time. So you can do that. Well, I think business world, you can, you can conquer it. That's why I like to tell my audience, like, be faithful to this because there's some beautiful things that you're going to, that's growing out of it. How has that um, affected you? Well, I think it first affected me that first trimester pregnancy when I like was just out for the count. Like for me, it, it shifted me into, okay, I need help. Mm -hmm. I cannot run all this on my own. Um, And I started really learning how to release control and to delegate and hire even just like, you know, part-time contract work, five hours a week, like just getting some help to help run the inbox, to help run social, to help push things out, to help write copy, um, and just slowly started kind of getting helpers. Um, and that was really needed. And I also started releasing control in just, okay, if I can't, I can't, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a really beautiful thing because it definitely brought me even closer to God of like, all right, God, this is yours. Like, I want to keep stewarding it, but like, I can't show up the way I used to. So like, I'm going to need your help. And I had that same prayer when I was running Horatio and still in my corporate job, because I couldn't put my efforts to my corporate job as much as I wanted to. And I had I had sales goals to hit, you know, you have to bring in $1.5 million by the end of the year. And so it was like, I got to hit these goals and I'm spending my nights working on this and my Saturday working on this. And sometimes my mornings working on this other dream and God just brought clients, you know, when I finally surrendered it to him and said, Hey, this is yours. I really, (laughs) I can't, you know, it's like that surrender. I was yeah. practicing and growing in a muscle of surrender. And that was really helpful because I can be an absolute control freak. And so yeah. <laughs> um, learning to to release control, learning to hand things off, learning that like, it's not just you making things run, like other people can do stuff to trust them, teach them, delegate. Uh, so a lot of that. Yes. Releasing control is so important, but it is so hard when you're in it to let go um, in business and as a mom, you know, knowing that it's okay if I have to have childcare, whether it's at my house or somewhere else for while I get things done. But sometimes, you know, we feel bad about that and we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I went straight into childcare um, at the house when Jane, my 
oldest daughter was probably three months old. Mm-hmm. We brought in someone for a few hours a day, a couple times a week. And before that, my husband and I, we built a schedule, like a handoff schedule of, um, we called it like two, three, three, two or two, four, four, two. And so that's like, I have the baby for two hours. Then you have the baby for three hours. Then I have the baby for three hours. Then you have the baby for two hours. So that means each of us gets a five hour in total block that day to go work at Starbucks, to go take a nap, to whatever you need to do. And that was so helpful. And it's like, if she's sleeping during your shift, great. You know, if she's not, if it's time for her bottle, great. If it's not, you know, and I was, you know, pumping, um, Cause that was just the more helpful thing. I don't know for, for us, that was what was working. And, uh, and then when we brought in the nanny, that was just even more helpful, but I was very blessed to have a husband that was like, let's go, let's, you yes. know, shit. And when COVID hit, it was like, we were already kind of in our insular little yeah home thing anyway. So that was super helpful. So are you able to be at home? Like this is a business that you run from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's nice for sure. Let's see. So how have you learned to balance? And I kind of may have touched this a little bit, but balance motherhood and owning your business. Like how do you um, find the time to be mom and spend time with your kids and with your husband and balance like having a business because that requires time to like, how are you finding the balance for everything? definitely not doing it perfectly at all. And there's times when I want to just cry in the shower because I feel like I failed, but my time, I'm really intentional with my time. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that. And like, now I've built that skill. Um, And so, you know, this before work time is mom time. You know, that's when I have my mom hat on and like, I'm there with the kids. We're getting ready. We're trying to have quality time. And then I have work time and like, that's my block where I put that hat on and like, that's the hat I'm wearing. And then after I close the book and reset for the next day, it's, it's mom time. And sometimes I have to fit in an an hour or two when the kids go to sleep. If um, we're in like a really big season, like we've been for print school relaunch and for the planner launch and just getting some ducks in the row. Um, and then obviously kids get sick or something happens. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I've got to shift some work to that time an hour or two after they go to bed. Uh, but for the most part, it's just about, for me, it's like, it's shifting. Like I'm in my work zone. Okay. Now I'm, I'm over here pouring into them. And I think it can just look like little things too, because, you know, you can spend a lot of time with your kids, but if your brain is somewhere else, mm-hmm. it's not really quality yeah. time, even though it's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you can have a little time or less time, but it could be really quality. Mm-hmm. So I just try my best to show up as much as I can and be present when they're there and little things like when they walk in the room, I put a big smile on my face yeah. and I'm happy to see them. And I let them know that like when mommy sees me, she's, she's, she lights up. Like my presence mm-hmm. is what makes her happy. Cause you know what that feels like as an adult, mm-hmm. when someone sees you and they, they're, 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 yeah. Their face changes and the way they look at you, you know what I mean? And, or if they, they're, they're interruptible. And so I do my best. Like if my child is home with my husband and I've got to work in here and they come barging in, like I do my best to be interruptible. Cause I know what that feels like on my yeah. end too, to be 
wanted, you know? So those are the ways that I try to do it and just give myself grace as much as possible. So you said intentionality. So Mm -hmm. being intentional with your time with them and with your spouse. And so I'm assuming you have to have a really like you plan your day, your week. So you plan all that out. You have a morning routine and that is how you are able to do everything that you have going on, which I try to be interruptible. But when I'm podcasting and they come in, like it just breaks my like train of thought. But it's nice that you could stop and and start over. So, yes, having a smile on our faces when they interrupt us is is really good when they come in, because I know how that makes me feel on the inside, I'm just like, oh, they must be, they're happy to see me. So it's the same for our kids. That's really awesome. So what lessons uh, have you learned along your journey in motherhood? Mm. Uh, You know, I feel like we're just in this like epidemic of mom guilt, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it can just like eat you alive and like comparison. And so I try to combat that as much as possible by being present and like just loving my kids and letting them have their big feelings and letting them, you know, just open arms, whatever they're going through. Um, But I think, I think with parenthood too, like you start to realize even in your business, like what's important and what's not, Mm -hmm. because there were a lot of things that I would say yes to, cause I'm a very impulsive person mm-hmm. and I can be like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'll join that. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. I'll meet you for this. I'll meet you for that. Like I want to yeah. go do all the things like, mm-hmm. you know, I want to do. And so I think parenthood has taught me more and more of like, cause I, you learn it the hard way of like, you have to say no more so you can be rested. Like the first quarter of this year, I was way overbooked with travel and events and things. And my home was like disintegrating because of it, the the cleanliness of it, like my kids' routines, their behaviors. I was gone too much and Mm -hmm. they all were sick. All the eczema was flaring up. Like Uh. it was like, we weren't able to go to church as much because one of us was out of town and like, or we were all out of town and we were trying to do all the things to make us happy and travel and stuff. But it was like, we really need to Sabbath. Yeah, We really need to just be home, you know? And yeah. so April, we were like, okay, the goal is we don't say yes to anything this month. Yeah. Like we need to be home, getting rest, putting the house back in order, going to church and like resting together as a family yeah. and having that time. And we just like kind of slowly started putting the pieces back together but it started with just like a sit down with me and my husband of like, we've, we've got to like yeah. be grounded. And so I've learned that the beauty of being grounded as much as like my, I miss like, you know, impulsive poly invites and like yeah. going stuff, but there's so much fruit to being grounded and whole in the home. Yeah. And, um, I mean, not that I'm going to, I'm going to like jump on the homesteader train anytime soon, nothing against it. I'm just like, we can't grow anything worth a darn over here. Like, right. <laughs> no. If we had to eat the vegetables that were growing in our backyard, we'd be starving. I'd be like hunting with a bow and arrow in a tree. Um, yeah. But, you know, I've just really found the beauty of being grounded. And, yeah. and a beauty, yeah, so. yeah, that's so important. I know that um, that's something that I try to do and I talk about as well. Like it's hard to you want to say yes to things, whether it's at church and with friends, 
And then when you do, when you go and do that and you come back home and so you've been stimulated all this time. And so I found myself just not having as much patience and things are able to get to me easier. And I'm like, okay, what do I need to do so that I'm not taking it out on my family, not intentionally, but because I haven't really reset and because kids are awesome, but they do pull on you too. And so, yeah, like Sabbath is so important. And that's something that we are working on. And for, for me, like it may not be, a, it's not a full day, but even if it's a couple hours, like that's a start and that's enough to like, it feels really good. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this every week, you know, for a few hours, I feel so much better after I just sit and rest or go for a walk. So Mm-hmm. It makes we started fun. all taking a nap, like all of us, yeah. every single person just go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one week we were like, let's all take a nap together in the bed. And like, oh, that was a nightmare, but it was fun. Yeah. Those 15 minutes of everyone wiggling around and trying to nap yeah. and just snuggling, you know, but, yes. um, but yeah, like actually taking a nap and like letting yourself rest. Uh, right. It's a beautiful gift. It is. It is such a beautiful gift. And that concludes part one. I hope you have enjoyed it and see the importance of a Sabbath day because it is truly something God designed to help us as mothers recharge and reset. And it is vital to helping us sustain and continue doing this journey of life that we do each and every day. So I pray that you leave encouraged today and that you return next week for part two. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can always reach out to me at support at KimberlySexton.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back on Thursday. If you enjoyed today's episode, remember to click five stars and leave a review. Pleasure and thank you. Hey, Mama. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Would you take 30 seconds and come share your wins in our free Facebook community? I'd love to hear from you. Also, can you please take another minute and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts? I'd be so grateful. It lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. All right, time to get 30 minutes of peaceful cleaning done before my littles wake up. I'll meet you back right here every Monday and Thursday for another episode. Catch you later.